Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's Kansas City talking about? This, this, this is What's Trending. This is What's Trending on Midday with Jamie and Wicket on 98.1 KMBZ. State of the Union trending, not a real surprise after President Trump spoke last night, about 80 and a half minutes. Very partisan, as you would expect. He called for unity, as he, as every president does. Democrats sat when he did things that were yay for the Republicans. Republicans cheered. Uh, some nice touching moments. It is what it is. It's a State of the Union. No, I did not see the blue moon this morning. I didn't even know it was a thing. I knew it was a thing. And I was getting to, and I looked outside, and clouds were blocking my view, so I did not see it. There is a train crash that is trending that was carrying members of the GOP. Uh, one person was dead after an Amtrak train carrying the congressman to a retreat in West Virginia. Uh, hit a truck. The truck is on its side. The front of the train looks pretty banged up. Uh, Roy Blunt, senator out of Missouri, not on the train. He was driving to the retreat. Uh, Representative Ron Estes was uh, has tweeted out that he is okay. Uh, Kansas Representative Dr. Roger Marshall is on the train, or was on the train, is okay, and is treating people because he is a doctor. Uh, everybody basically on the train was okay. Sadly, it seems one person in that truck lost their life. That's about uh, Mike Fisher is trending. I don't know who that is. Um, I know him to be, if I'm right, this is amazing. <laughs> Here's why I know who Mike Fisher is. All right. Tell me if this is the same Mike Fisher that is married to Carrie Underwood. He's a hockey player. Uh, and the fact that I knew that, I should win an award. Nah, this is uh, has to do with hockey. He, that's what I just said. He's a hockey player. But is he the one that's is that I, the one? How many Mike Fishers play hockey? Wouldn't it be the same one married to Carrie Underwood? I would Underwood? guess. You got to imagine. I knew who Mike Fisher was. I'm, I'm proud of you. You, you get yes, mad credit. The same Mike. Am I same one? Carrie Underwood. Ten See? points for Jamie today. See? Uh, he's coming back to play for the Nashville Predators. That's the big news. I guess I guess I should care about that. I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Trey Gowdy has decided to retire. Uh, he is not going to be uh, running for re-election once again. That's all that's trending today. That's about it. That's it. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on here to a story uh, that we actually saw out of Illinois, but it's it's a really interesting debate, and I can tell you what generally what the laws are here. But it's got us asking you two two nine eight zero or five seven six seven seven nine eight. What is the appropriate age for a kid to stay home alone unsupervised, and why? Because I think we're going to get a lot of different answers to that question, and I think a lot of the answers are going to include it depends on the kid because some kids mm -hmm. are more mature than others. A 10-year-old Jamie Monticelli might have been more mature than a 10-year-old Mike Wickett. Uh, 100 just, just a guess. Actually, a 10-year-old Jamie Monticelli is probably more mature than a 36-year-old <laughs> Mike Wickett. Yes, and I use that example because I was staying home alone at the age of 10. 
Wow. And, and it was partially because I was an only child. How long were you at home alone at 10? Like um, for an hour or for a night? That was the first summer that I stayed home alone during the day while my parents were at work all day. And I think it was in part because the family that were caregivers for me until I was 10, um, they decided to get full-time jobs and not have home daycare anymore. So my mom was kind of like, well, she she's old enough. She's responsible. I was a very responsible little child. Um, and we lived out in the country in a really safe part of the world. And so I, I think it wasn't a big deal. But I now I think that's too young. Um, and it comes to us in part because an <laughs> Illinois lawmaker in Illinois, the law says any child under the age of 14 cannot be left for any reason of unreasonable amount of time without adult supervision. So the 14. law says 14 in Illinois. Generally speaking, um, and there's national groups that advise on stuff like this, the age is 12. That's generally thought to be the age at which a kid is is okay to start being left alone. Um, yeah, and so I get why there's a Republican and, or why there's a lawmaker suggesting that be lowered to 12. But what's the age? What's the age at which it's okay for kids to be left at home alone? 576-7798. You can text in at 22980 when do you let your kids stay home alone? And for how long, too? Because maybe an hour, That's a point. you run yeah. to the gas station, right. I'll be right back. That's one thing. Uh, but are you going to be going to the gas station, the grocery store, the mall, a movie, and dinner, and you're gone for five or six hours? That's another question. Right. And so is an hour okay, but three hours is not? Is there a difference between day and night? Um, is there a difference between whether the kid is home alone versus with other siblings? And what if those mm. siblings are younger? I had an older sister. I did I, not. Yeah, I had an older sister, and she was, well, she was the bad one. <laughs> so they didn't Does do Does she a, say that? Yes. Yeah, if you okay. got Meg, my sister Megan on the phone right now, growing up, she was the bad one. Now she's the one that's married with two kids. You know, Susie Homemaker, just got her first job in a long time. 576-7798. When do you let your kids stay home alone? You can also text in at 22980. What age were you allowed to stay home uh, when you were young, and when do you let your kids stay home? Excuse me. Yeah, are you asking, chewing your healthy lunch over there? I'm just had couldn't breathe there for a second. It's a problem. Um, <laughs> so generally speaking, the age is 12. Um, there are national associations that advise on stuff like this that say the age at which a child is generally um, mature enough to stay home alone unsupervised is 12. There are a lot of states that have laws like this. Um, Illinois is one of them. It's 14 right now in Illinois. That seems too old. Um, it seems like kids should be able to stay home. Uh, alone younger than that but there's a lawmaker there that's pushing to make it younger so it did get us talking because everybody's kind of got an answer to this when is your kid old enough to stay home alone let's go to the phones george in kansas city you're first up on 98.1 kmbz hi george when can your kids stay home alone hey good morning how are you guys all right my uh top of the, the head idea was age 16 or whenever they earn their driver's license uh basically in my opinion you're kind of at a disadvantage if you are at home with uh, kids that you're responsible for, but you can't take them to the hospital. So uh, I just a little background. I was left home uh, in the '60s uh, when I was uh, the '70s when I was ten and younger, and every single time something went wrong that I couldn't do anything about because I was not old enough primarily. Like one time, uh, one of the little kids, a toddler, got into the trash can, 
and there was a can in there and it like the lid grabbed his fingers and I tried to get it out, but I couldn't do it. So I had to carry him across the street to the guy that I knew was home and would have the tools. So I say your kid needs to be able to take care of him or herself first and probably need some wheels. And then that's fine. Thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Let's talk to uh, Julie in Olathe on 98.1 KMBZ. Julie, when should kids be left alone? Well, I'm just tired of the government trying to legislate common sense. I don't think they should make any law about it. I think they should leave it up to the parents, you know, to evaluate the situation. You can't put everybody in the same box. I mean, I think George had some great great thoughts, but every situation is so different. And, and what's the point of the law? If something bad happens, that gives the government the opportunity to uh, legislate and blame and condemn the parents. Do you think? Do you think that's the bad? Julie? Do you think that's the point of a law like this is to condemn and blame parents? Well, I kind of got to wonder because. Otherwise, why don't they just put a public service announcement on the radio and TV and newspaper, say, hey, parents, you know, we think maybe you should not have your kids home alone. But I think if you have to tell a parent they shouldn't leave their seven-year-old at home alone, don't most people generally know that anyway? Personally, I think the purpose... Yeah, that's common sense. Right. So why do PSAs telling people about that? The people that need to know that, the people that need to know your seven-year-old shouldn't stay home alone are going to break that law anyway. So what's the point of the law? Well, as I was about to say, I think the point of the law personally is because you do have people, I'm getting texts about it, that will leave their child that I think the rest of us would consider is way too young to stay at home alone, seven or eight, that will leave their child at home alone and there's and something goes wrong and they're the reason we have laws is to punish people for things that we generally think are wrong. And I think a lot of people think there is an age at which it is clearly too young to leave your kid at home alone. And it's so that you can further punish them for it so they'll stop doing it. That's the point of, of most laws. It's it's to prevent you from yourself sometimes. I mean, I, I think, you know, if you make, if there, and I don't know how I feel about a law being thrown down that you can't be left alone if, if you're 12 or 13 or 14. I, I, I kind of side with Julie on that. But we have laws all the time that are preventing you from a lot of stuff. And we have laws to punish you for doing things you shouldn't be doing. That's why the law exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the text line at 22980, uh, my parents got on me because I refused to leave my sleeping infant alone in a hotel room and my now toddler alone so we all could go on a, a walk for a few blocks. My dear friend has left her eight-year-old alone with their five-year-old recently for a couple of hours. That is not acceptable to me. Eight and five year old at home alone for a couple hours. You think that's too young? Eight and five. Yeah, that seems young, man. I'm telling you, like, I my nephew's eleven. He's always my point of reference. I'm not leaving that kid alone. But maybe yeah. you at ten, Jamie, were more mature than my eleven year old nephew. My eleven right. year old nephew wouldn't have his head on if it wasn't attached. He would forget it. He doesn't have a lot of common sense. Book smart as hell. Very smart mm-hmm. kid. Reads all the time. Gets A's. No street smarts whatsoever. So in that case, maybe that law should say, you know, make make the law say eight instead of 14. <laughs> that way we leave the gray area out of it. That way we make the law no younger than what we all agree is too young. 
But hell, I was babysitting at 13. A lot of people were. So My sister probably was. At night, on Friday nights, in charge of two young kids at 13. So you got to work up to these things. Does it change now here in 2018 than when you and I were growing up in the 80s and 90s? You know what I mean? Like, are, are we more protective of, like, would you yeah. leave your kid alone with a 13-year-old girl? Um, I don't know. We have this conversation a lot. Is, is the world more dangerous than it was when we were kids? I think it is a little huh. bit. If for no other reason then social media has created more predators than we used to have. It makes it easier to find kids and take kids than it used to. Um, but I don't know. Are neighborhoods not as safe as they used to be? Do we have more crime than we used to? We have more weapons on the street, seemingly. Is that the same thing? Well, it, could, it could lead to it. I don't know. That's a great question. 576-7798 is the phone number. What age can your kids stay home alone? Let's go to uh, Sterling in Kansas City on KMBZ. Sterling, what age? Hey, well, you know, I think, you know, the 12, 13 is not bad, you know, the, as they're, they're getting up and, then ba- you know, getting some, doing some babysitting. Uh, but I just wanted to follow up on one person's uh, that just a couple calls ago was saying that, you know, there shouldn't be any government interference. They're tired of government interfering and that a reasonable person wouldn't, wouldn't do, you know, whatever. Yes. And, I, you know, I used to be involved on the Homeowners Association board of where I live and some of the people on the board you know, we, you know, we come up with these rules and regulations, and they say, well, you know, a reasonable person wouldn't do X, Y, Z. And I said, you know, we wouldn't be sitting here, you know, coming up with these rules and regulations if everybody was reasonable. That's exactly why we're sitting here with these rules and regulations, because everybody is not reasonable, and everybody does not have what you might call common sense. Sometimes we have to have these pesky rules and regulations to protect ourselves. Yeah, a reasonable person wouldn't commit murder either. True. we have that law in the books. Thanks for the phone call, Sterling. Kyle and KC, do you have kids? Well, are you talking to me? Yeah, Kyle, do you have kids? Yeah, I have three daughters. You have three daughters. Do you leave them alone? Well, they don't want me to. (laughs) Okay, how old are they? Uh, One is way old she's almost 30 and then i have a um a 17 year old and a almost 13 year old does your 13 year old almost 13 year old stay home alone um sometimes like if she doesn't want to go pick up the other one from school but i'm like on uh you know the uh what is that snapchat video with her because they're scared they don't like to be alone really I, yeah. I can see that. I, I got that. Kyle, yeah. thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. We lived out in the country and just neighbors on the two sides, and it was kind. It was. It wasn't remote, but I could see kids are afraid of the dark still at at thirteen. I could see them being a little nervous. Let's go to Brett in Kansas City on KMBZ. Brett, you got kids? Yeah, I'm not a speaker by the way, but anyway, I have a 12 year old son who is a vivid Boy Scout, and he's actually a little young for his age. He's in seventh grade, which is a little younger than normal. But he has been trained first aid and uh, CPR. He's also a lifesaver, so which he can be uh, 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 for water rescues and stuff. And we leave him with my six-year-old nephew all the time. And I, I think you have to look at the maturity of the kid. More than just the age, because, like I said, uh, 
he is way more mature than I ever was at 12. I couldn't <laughs> ever watch a kid at 12 years old. You and me both, Brett. Yeah, you and me both. It probably does vary. Want to sneak in one more before the news, and that's April and Independence. Get the final word. April, go ahead. Yes, sir. Um, I mentally leave mine like another caller said if I got around to school to pick up another one. But I was raised in a bad neighborhood, and I was walking blocks home from school when I was eight. But today's society is way more different, and I'm very hesitant on leaving my kids home. Don't you look back on that when you were younger? You're like, I actually did that? Yeah, and I wonder why my mom let me do that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the phone call, April. Let us know on Facebook. It's up on Twitter as well. You can check it out. Uh, We're going to play a game coming up. You ready for another edition of Song That Name? Yeah, we haven't done that one in a while. What we do with Song That Name, we play a second at a time of a song, but we play it backwards. If you're the first to figure out today's song, you have a six-pack of tickets coming your way to the Kansas City Remodel and Garden Show coming up next week at the American Royal Center. All you got to do is figure out what song this is and dial us up at 576-7798. Here's your one second. <laughs> Five seven six seven seven nine eight. It's twelve twenty nine. We'll get to your calls, your guesses next. Mark Lavoy, no. Mark Lavoy, now. Do you know the answer, Mark? I think I do. After one second, and I never know these. Don't ruin my game, Mark Lavoy. I'm probably way off. All right, we got a six pack of tickets on the line to the Kansas City Remodel and Garden Show coming up. It is next week, February 9th through February eleventh. Three days to shop, compare, and save with more than three hundred experts all under one roof. We have a six-pack of tickets to win. If you don't win them, you can buy them and save two bucks. KCRemodelingGarden.com. I will be broadcasting live there on Friday. I will not. You will not. Um, I will not. And cross your fingers, friends, that the <laughs> our, our federal lawmakers, our, our friendly representatives, get the federal budget deal worked out. You mean DACA? By February 8th, <laughs> which is the latest deadline for that to happen, because I have plans to go to two national parks starting on February 9th. Hmm. I need those parks to be open. Good luck to you. While I fly all the way out there. So, no, I will not be there. So, on re- February 9th. remember President Trump, Speaker Ryan, uh, Claire, everybody, Claire, Claire McCaskill, Moran, all of them get to work. Yeah, d- well, don't worry about You got a week. You've got the budget, you have DACA, and you have Jamie's vacation not all on me. your shoulders. Not just me. But that's, we were talking about it last night. Like, well, so what if, the, I mean, not so what if a shutdown, but if a shutdown, well, that, no, National no, Parks will close. Uh, uh, we're playing Song That Name. All you got to do is figure out what song that we've got going backwards. We give you a second at a time, and a six-pack of tickets is on the line for you right now at 576-7798. Let's start with John on KMBZ. John, Song That Name. Uh, that is Slam by Onyx. Is it Onyx Slam? It is not. How about Linda on 98.1 KMBZ? Linda song that name. Linda. Island Girl. Is it Island Girl? It is not. How about two seconds? Maybe two seconds will help you. Let's go to Billy on 98.1 KMBZ. Billy, song that name for us. Cypress Hill, Insane in the Membrane. Correct, boy wonder. You know, Mark Lavoy had that. He said he knew it going into the yeah. news. But he DJs weddings and stuff. He works in radio. Of course he knew it. Travis, was that song out before you were born? Oh, he doesn't know it, does he? <laughs> he knew I it. I know that song, but he I'm knew not it. sure when it came out. I didn't know. Would I know it going forward? Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay. <laughs> that song came out in 93. I was born. You were alive for this one? I was three. Oh, Jesus. 
shut up right now. Oh my god. That's what every listener is saying to the radio. Shut up right now. Oh my lord. All right. Well, Billy, hang on hold. We've got tickets for you for the Kansas City Remodeling Garden Show coming up next week at the American Royal Center. If you're going to go on Friday, stop by and say hi. I'm not sure who's going to be there with me. <laughs> figure but that out at some point. I'll before. figure it out. I just. I got 10 days. This one came together. Late. Oh, it's and all the, good. The tickets were already booked. And you yeah. and I have a habit of missing live shows. I've missed one already. You missed the... I was uh, in Africa the, for the city spotlight. By the way, did you see the snowstorm that hit yeah. Morocco? Yeah. Did, I didn't know that happened. I don't know. I had yeah. no idea. Um, so, yeah, I missed a city spotlight. You missed... I missed a home. And, I missed the la- the one we did last week. I missed the and home and garden show. Yeah, probably a Christmas show. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do we need to have a little chat about these games? What was wrong with that one? It was quick. Billy won. First, first, first note. Second Bi- note. Billy won. I was happy that Billy won. I'm happy that he won too. <laughs> I just want you know no middle ground. No, like you don't. It's either all a four, you know or extremes. Four segment game or two caller game. I think we need to go back to Travis doing some of these games. Travis, you need more on your plate. He's we'll get, busy. He's on the phone. He's there. He can't even talk. talk. Uh, earlier in the show, we got into this, and a lot of you wanted it, uh, to us to talk about it again, and we definitely want to do that. Uh, this story comes to us from Fox News, and it has to do with a Southern California teacher. His name is Gregory Salcido. He is a history teacher uh, who, by the way, has also served as an elected Pico Rivera City Councilman and was once mayor. He, this whole conversation is captured, and it's not really a conversation, I guess. It's more of a monologue. And it began when he noticed one of his students was wearing a camouflage green Marines hoodie. It just said Marines over it. And he started asking why he would wear the Marines hoodie. And as it turns out, the kid's dad was a Marine vet, as were his two uncles. They'd fought in Afghanistan, Desert Storm, and Vietnam. So this teacher... Again, his name is Gregory Salcido, decided to go on this little rant about the military. I'm going to play you three different sections of this soundbite. You can go see the whole thing on our Facebook page. This is number one, where he basically says, anybody who joins the military is dumb. As does a guy who works on the radio and has to hit the play button correctly. So, if you join the military, it's because you have no other options. Because you didn't take care of business academically, because your parents didn't love you enough to push you. And then you didn't love yourself enough to push yourself, which isn't even that hard. It's not even that hard. You just have to focus a little bit. You don't even have to work hard. You just have to focus. And you didn't do it. So now you're thinking, shit, right now. My parents are on my ass and do something. And then your parents even encourage it sometimes. Because they want to get you off of their So they want to get your grandma and grandpa off of their ass because their grandson's a piece of shit. And they want the neighbors to think that you're okay. They're, oh, Johnny's joined the military. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's just so they can get you out of their hair for two or three or four or six years. But someone's going to tell you when to get up, when to go to sleep, what to eat, what to wear, when you can crap, when you can call home, when you can go home for three days. Why would anyone ever sign up for that? And then they go, well, they're going to pay for my milk. They're going to pay for my my education. Are you aware you you have a GPA of 0.0? You're not a student, dude. What what makes you think all of a sudden you're going to get turned down to freaking education? You don't give a shit about education, but you say that just to get people off your back. Most people will actually get off your back. I won't. I'll freaking come on you freaking harder. Because I'm like, freaking, you can bullshit yourself all you want, man. I don't have any obligation to freaking sit here and listen to your freaking bullshit. 
Don't go there, figure it out. Don't figure it out. Some of you guys are still going to go there. Like, I'm not listening. I'm not listening. And people who love you are going to encourage you to freaking do it. It's freaking good. And you're going because you're going to be desperate. You're going to need to jump out of the hundred-story window because you have no other option. You have no other options. You're going to have to jump out a second-story window? Is that what he said? 100-story window. 100-story window because you have no, no other, other options. No other options. Because according to that teacher, your parents didn't love you enough, or you didn't love yourself enough, and you have no other options other than joining the military. Oh, wait, there's more. Here is, uh, again, El Rancho High history teacher Gregory Salcido's thoughts on what kind of person joins the military. We got all our freaking night vision goggles, all that kind of stuff, and we can't freaking control these dudes wearing freaking robes and chanclas. <laughs> because we got a bunch of dumb shit over there. Think about the people who you know are over there. Your freaking stupid Uncle Louie or whatever, they're dumb shits. They're not like high-level thinkers, they're not academic people, they're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of our low, not morally. You know, I'm not saying they, they make bad moral decisions, just they're not talented people. That's why I came when the president's office says we are the best military in the world. Presidents were all said that whether it was Obama, whether it's anybody. I was like, no, we don't. The data is in. We don't have a good military. We we haven't been able to beat these guys wearing freaking robes and chanclas for 15 years. And you're telling me we have we, we couldn't beat the Vietnamese. There are a bunch of people this freaking big throwing rice at us. <laughs> couldn't freaking beat them. We haven't been, a, been able to beat anyone since World War II because we had a freaking bomb. We, we didn't get to Hitler first. The Russians got to Hitler first. Yeah, we, we, we don't. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a lie that our military is freaking and I think, I always crack up, how come when you go to like Rose Bowl, Rose Parade, Dodger opening day, why after the national anthem do we have a killing machine fly over the freaking stadium? You know, the stout bomber comes in, everyone's like, yeah, like, yeah, that's what we kill people with. Woo! Like, why would that be something we celebrate? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. So he claims to be done, but there's more, and I'm going to play you the third piece coming up after the break. Can he stop saying the word freaking? Well, he also says some other words I had to edit I out. <laughs> I don't even, with the exception of this, I don't even say that word on the air. I mean, to me, that's even, that's even too much to say on the air on a regular basis. Does he have to say that word every four sentences? Yeah, the first text that came in is the smartest one we've had today. Why is he cursing? I don't know. Like, I had teachers, like my, I remember my auto teachers, and he was Mr. Duff. All right, he was an auto teacher. You know, a bunch of lunkheads trying to learn how to... Okay, he swore a little more than the average teacher, but not like this guy. And so coming up, we'll get your reactions. Uh, we, we'll get to you if you're on hold as well. 576-7798 or, or 22980. Do you agree with what he said? And do you agree with where he said it? And let me throw this out there. What if he had been saying the opposite? What if with such passion, he was saying the military is the only route to go and if you don't join the military, you are not a patriot and you are not an American. 576-7798, your reaction to what this guy had to say. Love to hear from veterans or active military. And also, he had some thoughts on military recruiters. And you're going to hear what he compared military recruiters to next. We got all our freaking night vision goggles, all that kind of stuff. And we can't freaking control these dudes wearing freaking robes and chanclas. <laughs> because we got a bunch of dumb shit. Think about the people who you know are over there. Your freaking stupid Uncle Louie or whatever. They're dumb shits. They're not like high-level thinkers. They're not academic people. They're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of our low. Not morally. 
you know, I'm not saying they, they make bad ball decisions. Just they're not talented people. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. The phone number. That's El Rancho High School history teacher Greg Salcedo. We are talking about his rant that he went on when he first saw a kid wearing a Marines sweatshirt in his class. Asked him, you know, about joining the military, and went on to say things like you just heard. That think about the people who are over there. Your freaking stupid Uncle Louie or whatever. They're dumb bleeps. They're not high level bankers. Uh, before we go to the phones, I want to play you one more piece of this. And uh, he had some thoughts on. I mean, I remember when I was in high school, there were, you know, the Army, Navy, Marine, they would come and try to recruit you to come join their branch. Uh, he doesn't like that either. I don't understand why we let the freaking military guys come over here and recruit you at school. We don't let pimps come into school. All right, anyone interested in being a hoe? They're going to freaking, and they're going to freaking lie to you, and they're going to tell and this is what you got to do, I tell me, I'm going to go to the military, why? Oh, so I can have them pay for my college. Bull freaking shit. If you were interested in college, would you ever consider the military? No. But you bullshit yourself because you wasted 13 years of your education and you have no other options. And you're trying to figure out what am I going to do? And then they give you all that bullshit. See the world. See the freaking world. You don't freaking see the world. You're on a freaking ship or something like that. What do you, what do you think? You're on vacation? Somebody on the text line said, How'd we get this audio? The kid or one of the kids had his phone out and was just recording it. Like, you see basically his leg. Yeah. You just see the, the, the kid's leg. He of took, course he, somebody recorded it. Are you kidding me? He took it home to show just mom. Yeah. Mom posted it on Facebook, and it's been seen over a million times. Uh, frankly, this is one of those cases where I say, fine. I mean, somebody needed to see exactly what this guy did. Your reaction to what this teacher had to say, and uh, would you have the same reaction if his, re, you know, his rant was, 1,000% pro-military. And if you don't, you're abandoning your country and going to college is dumb. Think of it that way, too. 576-7798. Let's talk to Rob in Kansas City. Rob, your thoughts on what the teacher had to say today? First of all, I am a veteran uh, who served uh, quite a few tours overseas. And to be bluntly honest, you know, I fought so that this man could have his opinion, but it should be his opinion, not in an educational setting. You know, I would much rather have my kids or the kids at a school looking up to a military member who knows core uh, fundamentals instead of somebody who's cussing and and using the language that he does in a teaching aspect. So truly, I have more respect for someone who may not have scored high on an ASVAB than I do a person in an educational setting that is supposed to be directing our children to make proper decisions and be able to weigh decisions that they have to make, not only for their future, but for the future of of the nation. I mean, they're the ones that are going to have to protect. And this man needs to stop and realize, for him to be able to stand in that classroom and for him to be able to sit on that city council, members of the military gave their lives so that he could have that right. And that's where I think that he truly needs to reflect on himself. Rob, thank you for the phone call, and thank you very much for your service. We appreciate it. Let's talk to Paul in Kansas City. Paul, you're on KMBZ. Paul, what did you think of the teacher's comments? Uh, well, a few things. I mean, first, uh, he's in a professional environment. I'm just swearing at all is just, I mean, that's, that's just not okay to start. And then, I mean, as far as his comments go, uh well, they're like like the caller before me said. They're his comments. Uh, you know, that's that's his opinion, and he's teaching a history class. He should be teaching history, not what he thinks or his interpretation of how things should be. It's that's just not his place. And 
regardless of what he was saying, some of it true, some of it not true, you know, it it's not his place to vocal his voice his opinion to uh any anyone in that type of environment. That's not his job at that point at that point. All right, hey, thanks for your phone call, man. We appreciate it, Paul. Let's go to Jim in Kansas City. Jim, your thoughts on the teacher's comments? Yeah, I have no military background, but I think it just shows the intelligence level of the teacher. The fact that he has to resort to that kind of language, the fact that he's using a power position that he has over a student to basically berate the student, berate the student, I think is absolutely ridiculous and just shows that he himself is a moron. Jim, thank you for your phone call. 576-7798. Again, 576-7798. Got a line open for you. Don't hold back, man. Don't hold back. (laughs) Um, But you make a good point in that um, students in a classroom are kind of a captive audience and don't have a choice on whether to be there and listen to it. It's not like they can just get up and say, no, you're being a jerk. I'm not going to sit here and listen to this. Um, and and you're right. He he really subjected, and I like the word berate. I mean, he went off because of what this kid said on his on his shirt, which wasn't fair to that kid, and it wasn't fair then to subject the other 25, 30 kids to this. I don't have a better term for it than rant. But um, aside from the language, like put that on Facebook. You know, put that on social media. Tell that to your buddies in a bar, but don't don't force that on high school students. Let's go to Warrensburg and talk to Jen on KMBZ. Jen, what'd you think of the teacher's comments? Um, I personally do not have military background. My my mom is a captain. My dad is a lieutenant colonel. My husband is uh, was a senior staff sergeant, now civil service, and my uncle was in the Marines. And all of them fought very very hard for not only this teacher's right but all people's rights in this country to have their personal opinions. Now, whether the teacher uh, chose the best platform to deliver his opinions and thoughts on current and past events is, you know, probably not the best place to do it. And, and it, you know, it probably wasn't planned. It was just one of those things he saw the shirt or sweatshirt and it went on a trigger. But uh, my family and, and has fought very hard, and, and all military members, regardless of active, you know, time in the active duty or reserves or, or what branch, uh, they have all fought very hard for, for all people to have their opinions, whether you whether they or anyone else agrees with that person or not. At least he does have the freedom to do it, thanks to the military, whether he be right, wrong, or has any supporters or strong opposition to his opinions. He, he probably did not, or I know he did not choose the best platform or the appropriate platform to convey them. Jen, thank you for your phone call, and thank you to your family for all of their service. We we greatly appreciate that. Aaron in Kansas City, your thoughts on the teacher? My thoughts are I believe he has the right to say what he wants to say, and I actually don't have an issue with the platform. My son is a Marine. He's 20 years old. I couldn't be more proud of him. I don't agree with a lot of what he said, but our children, especially in my opinion, our high school children, need to be open to other people's opinions and hear them. They don't necessarily have to agree with them, and I would hope that by the time they're in high school, they don't blindly follow anybody. So I think having an argument from the other side is not harmful or dangerous in any way, and I actually agree with him when it comes to the recruiters in the high school. Now, I have no problem with the recruiters being there during a job fair, but outside of a job fair, I don't feel that they should have any other right to that school than Subway or Walmart or anywhere else. Um, They are a job and a career just like every other type of employment, um, albeit more dangerous, 
But uh, I, I think they should only be there during job fairs. But other than that, challenge the students. So uh, you don't have language. a problem with some of the things he said about saying basically, oh, it's only people who are stupid who end up in the military? Like I said, I do not agree with what he said, um, except for the, the... The recruit part, the recruitment part. I got you. Hey, Aaron, thanks for the phone call. I mean, you may not... I mean, he says... Think about the people you know are over there. Your freaking stupid Uncle Louie or whatever. They're dumb bleeps. They're not high-level bankers. They're not academic people. They're not intellectual people. They're the freaking lowest of the low. Does he have the right to say it? Um, I think if you're going to do that in a classroom like that, you got to show both sides. I, I think you're right. It's okay to show opinions that kids are not familiar enough with, but you got to be fair about it. You, you can't just – the classroom is not your personal pulpit. It, it's not your place to rant. This was more than him just giving his opinion. He was being passionate and forceful and demeaning and and rude and unfair. And and the other side was not represented there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 